Hello, hello! Today is the last day of August, and that means the doors to the League of Adventurous Authors are now officially open. If you would like to apply to be one of the new three to seven members that I'm looking to add to the League this fall, shoot an email to dk at authordkdrake.com to give you a little preview of what it's like to be part of the League. Today, I've got a snippet of last week's writing workshop to share with you. In it, we learned how to use AI to conquer the blank page, and it gave us some rather shocking results. I think you're going to enjoy this one. Let's get to it! Greetings, fiction-loving friend! Do you find yourself up late at night reading stories like the Wingfeather Saga, creating your own fantasy world, or dreaming about dragons? Are you bursting with story ideas but are scared to share what you write? Do you wonder if you have what it takes to be a published author? Then welcome to Published Before College, the podcast with short and snazzy shows that teach creative kids how to think like an author, craft captivating stories, and take ownership of the publishing process. I'm your host, D.K. Drake, author of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga. Once upon a time, I was a kid with a wild imagination and creative soul, but it wasn't until long after college that I learned how to use my God-given strength of storytelling to write novels and publish them through my own publishing company. Now I want to help you write and publish your novels before you even step foot on a college campus. Adventure awaits, so ignite your imagination, latch onto that dragon swooping overhead, and let the storytelling quest begin. It's time to play in our own fabulous fantasy worlds. All right, so I am in ChatGPT, and the way I think about it is, if you can imagine your... Uh, just put them in the chat now. Who are some of your favorite authors? Throw them in the chat. See who are your favorite authors. Yes, Lewis. Yes. Who else? See Eli typing away over there. Jeremiah, you have any? There we go. See, I Lewis, J.R. Tolkien. DK Drake. Oh, yeah. That's. <laughs> I've found very few good novelists in my life. I find them very hard because I... Yeah, that's in the. I've never been able to find very many books that I like. All right, Andrew Peterson. I've enjoyed lots of books, but not from like specific authors. So, but I love these guys. All right, now imagine you're sitting down in your favorite writing spot. You're getting ready to do some writing, and it's you and the blank page. Starting fresh, new story. Now imagine if you had your favorite authors right there at the desk with you, ready to help you tackle that blank page. And you're saying, well, I want to write a story about, let's say, I think to chat GPT, let's write a story about dragons who can shapeshift into mice. And then, so you you throw that idea out there to your, your author friends, and they kick back an idea to you. That's how I imagine AI. So you've got all of these authors, like a combination of all of their minds, all of their creativity, all of their intelligence. They're waiting to give you ideas to help you craft your story. But it's not just your core favorite authors. It's all the authors who have ever put anything online before 2021. And because that's, I think that's as far as ChatGPT is programmed to. Um, so far, but it's all this intelligence out there, but not just authors, but you've got experts in the field of mathematics, experts in the field of medicine, experts in every type of thing you can think of. 
and they are all there ready to help you craft your story. Usually I like to start with my premise. What is this story? What is the purpose of this story? What's this story about? Or I'll start with a character. Who am I writing about? And then what kind of story can I give them? What if we started with structure and we asked ChatGPT to give us an outline for a story? We just got to put in our little imaginative twist and throw it into ChatGPT and ask it to give us an outline. What do we want to write a story about? Let's come up with something totally fresh, totally new. All of us contribute something. We want to write a story about what? Do we want it to be fantasy? We all fantasy people here. We want a little fantasy story. We want something different. What, let's let's at least start with the genre. What kind of fan? What kind of genre do we want? You said fantasy, um, and I agree. Yeah, yeah. I'll let everybody fantasy. else. All right, so we're going to write a fantasy story. I want it to have dragons in it. That's what I'm contributing. So we got a fantasy story. We got some dragons. I want right. a Ronin, like a, a Japanese samurai kind of guy. If we can have this one lone wolf figure. All right, plug him into the uh, plug him into the chat so we can get it in writing there. So I'm gonna put mine. Gotta have dragons. A singular Ronin warrior. Eli, what do you want? Oh, a phoenix would be cool. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Steampunk really giant fighting robots. Okay. All right. So now we're gonna prompt. So we can give chat GPT a role. We can let it know who we want it to be. So we can tell it, you are a best-selling fantasy author. So that way it gives it some, some context, some perspective. Okay. So it's going to go into all of its little recesses out there in the world. And this is going to curate from the knowledge it finds from best-selling fantasy authors. How I've heard this referred to is generative intelligence. So it's going to generate. So it's not just some, in other words, it's not just a search engine out there. It's actually going to generate intelligence from all of the information that it has. And it's going to give us its own ideas. But we got to let it know what we want. So, hey, you're a best-selling fantasy author, right? A, do we want it to be a novel? Do we want it to be a short story? Do we want it to be a novella? Should we just call it a novel? A novel outline? Novel outline. Using the save the at story structure for a story about dragons, phoenix, a singular Ronin warrior, and steampunk giant fighting robot. So now it's going to give us a 15-beat story outline. Are we ready to find out? I have no idea what it's going to say. This is going to be so bad. Oh, it's giving us a title. We're yes. going to call it Steam Scales oh. and Shadows. It's smarter than me then. Much smarter. I would have said, fire the... Somebody's out of line. All right, well, it generates. Let's look at here. All right, so our opening image. So we got a vast city of gears, cogs, and steam. With skyscraping trout with towers made of brass. Okay, so it's giving us a setting. Nice. Enormous robots trudge through the streets, belching flumes of steam while citizens in elaborate outfits scuttle below. Let's see what our theme is going to be. In a small workshop, an elderly tinkerer tells our Ronin protagonist, only when the old dies can the new truly be born. But remember, not old, all old things are outdated. Oh, I bet you that has to do with the phoenix rising again mm. from the flames. That's where it got that theme. Oh, let's see what our setup is. The Ronin, oh, it gives our, it gives our guy a name. 
Cato, hey, he arrives in the city seeking a way to regain his lost honor. I wonder why he lost his honor. It looks like some character backstory that we have no idea what it is, but then we can make it up. You got something you want to say, Isaiah? Yeah, so Ronins are, there were samurais that either renounced their clans and they're not working for a feudal era um, lord anymore. So they basically broke off and therefore they would have like lost their honor. So he's basically like a rogue, kind of rebellious, not an outlaw, but sort of that idea where like he's not breaking the law, but also he's not at that state of honor that um, the Japanese hold so highly in value. He's he's a walking shame, which to for in that world would have probably shamed his whole clan at this point. So regaining that, I presume, would be quite important. Yeah, so that's really cool, though. All right. So the city is ruled by a council which uses giant steampunk robots for defense and control. There you go, Jeremiah. That's your, your contribution there. Dragons are considered mythical creatures of the past, and a great calamity involving a dragon is part of the city's history. The phoenix has whispered about a symbol of hope and rebirth. All right, here's our catalyst. A dragon, the last of its kind, is discovered outside the city. The council wants it hunted down, believing it threatens their reign. So our debate, what's Cato going to do? Cato meets Aria, a rebel who believes in the power of the phoenix and sees the dragon as a sign of change. Aria convinces Cato to protect the dragon and seek out the phoenix. Cato struggles with his past and the idea of serving a mythical creature. Oh, I wonder what his struggles are specifically. We haven't developed our character, so we don't know. But ChatGPT knows he's got some kind of struggles. Breaking into Act 2. Kato and Aria set out on a quest to find the phoenix. Now they're going into their upside-down world. Everything is going to be different now. All while evading the city's robotic guards and some bounty hunters. Oh, we got some bounty hunters now. It's our B story. Oh, Aria and Kato grow close. We have romance going on. All right, she teaches him about the history of the city, the true nature of the dragons, and her belief in the phoenix's power of rebirth. Oh, fun and games. Let's see what, what's going to happen in our... While well, we're throwing rocks at our characters, making their lives difficult... We have some encounters with the steampunk-inspired beasts, so we got to figure out what those encounters could be. Discovering ruins that suggest a world where dragons, phoenix, and machines once coexisted harmoniously. Interesting. And then training montages, where Kato learns to combine his Ronin skills with steampunk technology. My mind's blown right now. This <laughs> is so cool. And then the midpoint in the story. They find the phoenix... Or rather, it's egg, which is close to hatching. It's a symbol of hope, but they learn if the council gets it, they can control its power for their own gain. So now we got things heating up. The bad guys are closing in. The council gets wind of the phoenix egg and sends their best hunters and massive robots out of Cato and Area. Area is captured and the egg is taken. All is lost. Cato is defeated and left for dead. The city celebrates as the council showcases the phoenix egg, planning to harness its power. Dark night of the soul, things are getting worse, as bad as they can be for Kato. So as Kato lies injured, the last dragon comes to his aid, healing some of his wounds. The dragon communicates the ancient bond between their kinds and the importance of the phoenix. Interesting connection there. Now we're going into break, break into three, so we got our last turning point here. Kato, with newfound resolve and the dragon at his side, prepares to infiltrate the city, free area, and reclaim the phoenix egg. Our grand finale, there's an epic battle between Kato with dragon-aided powers and the city's giant robots. The dragon sacrifices itself. What? No! Taking down several robots, which devastates his Kato but strengthens his resolve. The phoenix egg starts to hatch amid the battle, releasing a burst of energy. Kato and Aria, with the newly hatched phoenix at their side, manage to overthrow the council. 
victory. All right, now the final image, which should mirror the first image, the city with the phoenix flying above it represents hope and rebirth. Dragons are remembered as noble creatures. Robots and humans work together to rebuild a more harmonious society. And Kato finds his place as a protector of the city's new era. So a very high level outline can be expanded with character development, subplots, and more detailed world building to create a full-fledged novel. That sounded pretty interesting. I actually want to like write that now. We yeah. have to write this now. My mind is <laughs> low. This I is think... my stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'd read this. I'd read yeah. this three times over. I would okay. I, I think there are a couple tweaks, a couple, but for the most part. I would not know. This is the only part that scares me about AI, and I'll say it. I would not have known this was not written by another award-winning author. The cool thing is that technically it kind of is, which is also creepy, but it's like the collective of their things, and we yeah. rebranded and like made it into something new. I'm like, this is yeah. so cool. And that's why all we did was just we, we all threw out our own ideas, and so we know that it's something unique that – these things have never been combined before. From a human perspective, we can tweak things, and that's what we should do. We shouldn't just write it word for word of what they give us, but it's a, oh, these are some pretty good ideas. And it's a lot easier to start with something like this as opposed to just staring at a blank page. If you enjoyed today's episode, the best way you can thank me is by leaving a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. Not only will it help me know what you're thinking, but it will also help others on a quest to write a novel discover the show. After you leave that review, I invite you to click on over to authordkdrake.com. There you can become a DK Drake Insider, secure your free starter library, and access all the books from the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga that are available for sale on Amazon. In the meantime, I dare you not to dream of dragons tonight. <laughs>